16 minutes after 7 o'clock, Radio Veritas, uh, 5.76am. Uh, and so today is a Tuesday. It's World Day for Social Justice, but it's also a day after the debate on the State of the Nation Address uh, by President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa. And so various uh, parties uh, debating this, and uh, some uh, really... Uh, saying, oh, this is a good thing. And of course, uh, uh, one of the biggest things that have uh, come up is land expropriation without compensation. Uh, to discuss all this uh, with us is uh, Father Lawrence Mtutuzi Nzovu, parish priest of Our Lady of Peace, Rudaport. Father. Good morning. And how are you? Well, all right, thank you. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I, I never know which hat now to, to give you. Parish priest of uh, <laughs> of Rudy Ports, or a Catholic commentator, or uh, Father Lawrence from uh, St. Augustine's College, or from Catholic, uh, from CMA, you know, I never know. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, like, we like the parish priest of Rudy Port more than any other. <laughs> okay, so we'll keep to that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So here we are, Father. Uh, the State of the Nation address uh, debate yesterday. Your thoughts? Well, as I said last week, that at least we're beginning to move into a threshold that at least after a long time seems to be suggesting hope. And that, is a, that has been exciting to see. But also, if you noticed, firstly, we haven't had a nice and peaceful State of the Nation address in such a long time. So it was just wonderful to see uh, the president being able to speak and then being engaged on the content, on the content of what he said. So I watched the responses yesterday. I couldn't help but laugh. Uh, I think it sort of slipped out of uh, 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 Floyd Shibambov, the ever by mistake, by saying, We congratulate Comrade Cyril. <laughs> you know? And I thought, I'm sure he didn't intend that. They don't really want to be seen as being comradely. So uh, you think he misses his ANC days? days when he, uh, underneath all the madness, there still exists in our, in, our, in, our, in our politicians the desire to see South Africa thrive. And uh, with all the fact that although Cyril has his own, I suppose, uh, problems and 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 the, the faults and all of that. He represents something uh, that is right about our our country. And Patrick Gaspard, the former American ambassador, wrote an interesting um, piece in the Washington Post saying South Africa was able to rescue itself from the period of Zuma and all of that, all of what happened, because it did the necessary foundational work in terms of the setting up of a very progressive constitution. And it is because of its constitution, which guarantees uh, stay, uh, um, uh, 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 bodies of constitutional bodies, uh, like the public protector, like all of those, like a good parliament, um, that, is, uh, that, 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 that we've arrived very successfully at making sure that the country doesn't fall apart. So it's a very interesting time, I think, for the country. It's a very interesting time for all, all, all uh, political parties. I, I was very moved um, when, 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 when Zuma eventually did resign. I was very moved by pres- um, the EFF president, or CIC as they call him, 
Mm-hmm. When he, they gave a beautiful long speech about people to thank who were really activists during the times when we had all these stories after stories. To mention the name of uh, uh, the Rousseau lady who had died. To mention Lindy Mazibugo, who was a DA parliamentary leader. And these are people, political people, journalists, civil society, who decided to make sure that they do not keep quiet until something happens. So it's a wonderful time, at least albeit for this very brief moment. Well, you know, Father, interesting, because then he also spoke about, uh, uh, I think, Pravin Kudan, that he had persecuted him. But just because he had persecuted him, it doesn't mean that he won't stand up for him. Yes, yes. And I think that's very good. I really think that is very good and very mature because at the end of the day, you want to work with people who are able to compartmentalize the issues. The issues of justice are for everybody. Everybody deserves fair treatment. You know, I always laugh at saying you find, um, even in a parish, you might find someone who is irritating or whatever in one area, but is brilliant in another. And I think if you compartmentalize things as they should be and treat them each and on its own merits, then you become something of a more formidable, more progressive, and you can get some stuff done as opposed to fighting enemies all the time. And holding grudges. And holding grudges. And at the end of the day, we all know that holding a grudge really doesn't do anything to the one whom it's directed to. It's the holder who ends up with with something (laughs) to hold and must be very heavy. So, well, here's the question that, uh, you know, they, they've been saying now, the, the parties. How is President uh, Ramaphosa going to deal with uh, the issue of land expropriation without compensation? And, uh, yeah, how is, what's the plan? So think, we look forward to I his... Think, Kanya, we don't have to be emotional about expropriation of land without compensation. The fact of the matter is, um, willing buyer, willing seller, which has been part of the Constitution, um, hasn't been very successful. The fact of the matter is ownership of land, private ownership of land, has rested on the hands of the few. That's a fact. Now, interestingly, the majority of the land, at any rate, which I think is what Cyril is hoping to do, the majority of the land, at any rate, belongs to the state. So, the expropriation of land without compensation could really mean that the land, that the state should be prepared to give more land without making people buy it. Uh, because I don't see how you're going to say to somebody, or somebody who has an, an access of land, an historical land, might have to consider giving some of it, or making up situations for cooperatives or whatever. But I don't know how he's going to uh, 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 do it. But I think knowing uh, his history of somewhat being thoroughness and his history in business and all of that, he would really want to set up a kind of proper commission uh, that will really put details as to how this land um, expropriation was done. I think we do. We think of expropriation of land without compensation, and we think, oh my God, Zimbabwe. But I think if done properly, and I and mind you, the, the giving of land to people of historical uh, dispossession and all of that must happen, unfortunately. And it's not a particular new case. You know, you go to Europe, you go to whatever. People who went through the horribleness 
or what of what was World War Two in places like Hungary and East in the Eastern Bloc and all of those. There had to be a kind of expropriation, kind of redress, and all of those kind of things after the wars and things like that. So it's not a miracle. I don't think we should be emotional about it. What we should be really monitoring is, A, as it has been said, and I think he did a very good thing by linking it to food security and how we could move towards farming, you know, in, in areas like that. We should also make a distinction between residential land and commercial land and give adequate support for those who are wanting land for commercial purposes. So you don't just give land and people just sit on empty land that could be used for farming and so on. And here we are, Father. We're talking about this on uh, this World Day for Social Justice as well, uh, which we celebrate today. Of course, uh, you think social justice, you also think uh, social teachings uh, of the Catholic Church. Yes, and picking up from the same conversation, you know, the social things of the Catholic Church, you know, the ownership of land is one of those things. Um, but the key fundamental is human dignity. And the entire, the entire conversation about dispossession of land and landlessness and homelessness contributes fundamentally to issues of human dignity, that people do not have a place to call home, that people do not have a place to build up and to work. You think about, you know, the amazing encyclical Rerum Novarum, which I think every politician should read, which talks about the necessity for private ownership for land, the necessity for a person to um, have dignified labor in order, because the human person is designed to be a working person, in order to fulfill most that creative element of the human person. You talk about structural uh, uh, social um, uh, teachings, Subsidiarity is one of them. The fact that, you know, I look at now here in Rodiport, I'm particularly frustrated. Uh, I look at there's a litter issue around my place and there's a sort of dumping, um, people dumping litter in, in a corner. And I think, is this the part where I write to the mayor? Or is this the part where I write to, I try to find the local councillor? Or is this the part where I engage the community around me? Subsidiarity would say, for instance, community engagement, participate, use the structure that is most um, uh, uh, closest to the community, not just appeal to the top, distributism, you know, uh, uh, the fact that all of these structures must make sure that there is an adequate distribution of duties and of resources and so on. All of those are Catholic social teachings, which we do not use. They are the most hidden treasure. And I think that if we used them, adapted them for business, adapted them for politicians, adapted them for day-to-day people, this country, in fact the world, would be a much better place. And that's Father Lawrence M. Tuduzinlovu. If we adapt uh, the social teachings of the Catholic Church, the world will be a better place. And of course, uh, if every politician could read Rerum Novarum, the world will be even uh, even a better, better place. (laughs) Father Lawrence, you have a great day. And uh, I think uh, you're still on that uh, uh, message of... uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa. You said me, and uh, yeah, I will make things uh, turn around. I laughed. I laughed. May I just say, when he said that, you know, he said, uh, people are saying message of Ramaphosa. Nope. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's very Christian. Thank you very much. We've been saying and singing this for a while. <laughs>
it's in Isaiah. So, that's <laughs> <laughs> so I said to myself, yes, quote, he quotes Hugh Masekela, it's all right, but while we're at it, let's not forget we've been saying this. Father Lawrence, you have a great day. You too.